Yeah. Hello. I was just welcoming Melissa in this space. I'm so happy to have you here. It's beautiful to have a conversation with you. And it's just beautiful to be able to co-create this space together. Yeah, there's something really powerful about our energy together that I really love. And it makes me want to keep coming back for more conversations. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. Me too. See what so comes much. up. Yes. I remember the first time that we got together and we um, we worked in an interview for the Sexport Talks Summit that I did. And right away, you were like, oh, guess what? I got a jig after, just after our call. <laughs> <laughs> All that manifesting, manifesting uh, essential energy, yes. <laughs> yes, that was so beautiful, so powerful. And that's something that I, I also find very fulfilling like how when women get together we get to create so much magic I really am convinced that that is that is the path like women working together that's why we have been separated for so long by culture because they know it's like those energies that rule the world know yeah. that when women get together we just make things happen and we just start healing and connecting and loving one another fully and loving ourselves more it, it's just like if that there is a healing energy uh, that just happens without even wanting or, or pretending or wanting to make it uh, consciously it just happens when we get mm -hmm. together i think that's why they wanted to suppress it for so long because it's uncomfortable for other people to have to be shaken up and see their truth just by being in the presence of that deep connection and deep knowing yeah, it's so powerful. And that, that's why just the, the sisterhood, the creation of sisterhood, it, it's such a life-changing energy, right? And then if we add purpose to that, we have <laughs> the, the magic potion in there. Yeah, it's all about tapping in because, um, you know, I feel like it's been misrepresented and misunderstood for so long. And essentially, it's like central energy is life force energy. Yeah, right exactly yeah yeah i think that the beauty is that this central energy has so many ways in which it shows like mm -hmm. it, it doesn't need to be sexual but it can just be really uh, i i don't know i would really love to hear your experience but for me i have come to a point in which i really love and appreciate the sexuality and sensuality and the expression of life of women in such a way that I, I, I couldn't before. Like when, when I started working on central energy in my own self, I, I started really looking at women with all new eyes. It's just like, I am the biggest fan of women. I just like, oh my God, we are amazing. We're so amazing. <laughs> look at what she's doing and look how she looks and what she's presenting and creating. It, it's just like this idea that we com compete. It's part of the patriarchal system. But in reality, when we get together, we just start really loving so deeply each part of us. It's like, I I'm your biggest fan. I love your pictures. And she's like, oh my God, this is so gorgeous. And look at what she's doing with her magazine and her Aww. meditations. And it's just like, one cannot um, look at another woman without looking at her radiance. It's it's really like like a beautiful platonic adoration that, that just starts happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is something to kind of sit back in awe and take in, you know, because it is such a genuine, authentic, high vibration energy when it's 
when it's healed and when it's full, full embodied. Yeah. Yeah. And have you noticed that? that I mean, I know you have this, these spaces, of course, the, the, your magazine and your group, but also in your work, like you just work with the, uh, the handmade, the handmade uh, tale. Handmade tale, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's just like the, the metaphor, the perfect metaphor of, of the, the, this system that it's keeping us apart and disempowering women and also all these powerful women in the cast working together like what, what was your experience with that it was really a phenomenal phenomenal experience it was a nice change to work with all women as opposed to mostly I usually work with all men because of my industry doing stunts mm -hmm. and the level of talent and the depth that they can take the character was just phenomenal to watch. It made it really easy to, to get into character and, and um, it really made you wanna have as many conversations as you could in between takes to kind of learn and, and grow from one another. And, and it was really fascinating with um, Anne Dowd, like she has got to be the nicest person I've ever met in person. And when she gets into her like mean role, she is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it sends chills down your body it's, it's like she's so there's a certain energy to Emmy award-winning acting it's really interesting to be around and I was blessed to be around like at least three actresses that have won Emmys on that show so it's uh it was very powerful wow that's so beautiful to hear I I can get that feeling of just being empowered by the power of other women like mm -hmm. that, that's that's for me is maybe the, the most significant magic I, I I always say that it's like women are uh, so th this comes from a ceremony I have to give you the, the context because I know that you're going to appreciate it because we were just talking yesterday about rituals about the the cacao ceremony and the rituals here in Mexico so um, in one Mayan ceremony some years ago uh, we were given names like the sacred names the Mayan names and just before the naming ceremony, uh, this, the shaman was explaining to us how for the Mayans, uh, the goddess connects us all through the heart. It's like she, she's, she's dwelling in the heart of every woman. And then my name uh, was related to that. It was Hon Puxical, which means one heart. Oh, and beautiful. then when I went to the teacher, to the shaman, and I said, okay, what, what, what is the meaning of this, like one heart? She said that it is because it is one heart, it is her heart, the heart of the goddess, that it's speaking to all of us. So I feel like ever since I, I could understand that in my body, and I shared that with the people that I talk with, it's literally we are like Bluetooth uh, speakers of the heart of the goddess, so we're the transmission and she, we just need to turn the speaker on so that we let that heart like light us all. Yeah, it's a beautiful remembering. Mm -hmm. And you do so through tapping in every day. Yeah. yeah. And I would take it one step forward by saying that it's not just the heart, but it's literally our wombs. It's like, I feel like it's, it's really too... Uh, speakers right like with a good audio system <laughs> <laughs> with very high frequency 
<laughs> very good quality of sound requires at least two speakers. So we have the speaker of the heart and the speaker of the womb, uh, and they both are directly connected to the energy of the goddess. So that's why sexual energy is really life force. I mean, it's just like awakening one another. It's like we really start awakening each other as we get together. And what, how many different ways do you feel like the sensual energy has been misrepresented and misused? I feel like maybe the worst is by objectification because it really takes away our humanity. So I feel like the thing with sexual energy is that specifically for women, it has been taken from us and used for the service of capitalism or men or patriarchy, whatever. Like I, I, I have had women literally telling me that they don't feel comfortable touching themselves because they feel like they are cheating on their partners. So it's like we really got our sexuality removed from our body and used and seen as objects. Like we, and I feel like that's the worst misinterpretation because as we show up in our sexuality, which is which is just part of who we are. Like we cannot, we cannot not be sexual. That is just not working. That is just mm -hmm. trying to walk without feet. It's just, it, it's just not who we are. And as we show up in our sexuality, we discover that there's always somebody saying, oh, so you want to have sex. Oh, so you are there for me, for my consumption, for my desire. And I find that that is the most disempowering thing that they, they don't know, or maybe they do how disempowering that is to show up as a, as a human and end up as a thing that exists for somebody else's pleasure. Yeah, it's so egoic. Yeah, yeah. And it's deeply harmful. At the end of the day, I, I, I see how people just start collapsing as a way of protecting that sacred seed that it's inside of us. When, when it's so tainted by culture, we develop this sense of, okay, let's try to protect it. Mm -hmm. And we are denying, well, it, it, and I can see the full picture just as I'm, as I'm talking. Like, imagine if we speaking about this light one another up mm -hmm. and somebody listening is lit up with this conversation and somebody just by being together and dancing together and playing together is lit up. Imagine what happens when we tend to hide this energy in order to protect it from being tainted or destroyed or taken away. We, we stop nourishing one another and we stop living in this full healing way that, that happens when women get together. Mm -hmm. And it's also a matter of realizing that on a deeper level it can't be taken away and it can't be tainted and it can't be misused if we don't allow it if we don't give that power away to anybody else yeah, yeah exactly. exactly that is so true but it's so true and it's so sad because when we start getting that feeling it's when we are too young to realize that so it takes Absolutely. conscious conscious mm -hmm. awakening conscious healing to remember that nobody can take it from you and nobody can destroy it but the sad part is that we learn that very very young so it's hard to get to this to this stage of, of yeah it's very programmed yeah that's why we need other women mm -hmm. yeah and like yourself walking in that power 
unforgivingly and showing them by example what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, like what you are doing, like get, gathering women and gathering around. It, it, I, I love that. That is precisely what you do. Like you give women voices, which is what we were talking about last time. Like you actually mm -hmm. start giving women voices uh, and getting together and showing that that strength and th and this fierceness, which is what I have always seen you standing for. It's like, yeah, but we're fierce and we're not gonna let anybody tell us differently that we are powerful and nobody's going to tell us the opposite so I, I really love that power that you display that you show and I, I really want to ask you too about that like how was this journey for you because I'm, I'm sure that you got to this power through a journey that it wasn't just like you, or, or maybe you were just born like a strong person but how, how did you come into this healing this power I think I, I was born a strong person, but when it comes to handling my sensuality and seeing things clearly, that was definitely a journey because I didn't even understand, like, I mean, you, you know, when you grow up, maybe looking a certain way when you're a teenager and you just assume you always look that way. Like, you know, I was like a, a tomboy, very underdeveloped until I was in my early 20s and So when a guy started finding me attractive, I was just kind of like, didn't, I was like, mm, I don't know, <laughs> you know, and um, I always had this very free spirited energy. Um, so some would say sensual energy that I just shared my passion all over the place. And so um, it could be seen as like misusing sexual energy to people that perceive it the wrong way or want to take that energy from me, right? So it took me a while to kind of understand how people were perceiving it or what was going on. And also a journey of me discovering what was my energy to own and what was their stuff to leave for them to deal with. Because I understand that when you are healing yourself and you step into your power and especially your sensual energy, you, you trigger other people. Yeah. You know, it, it can be for the good or the bad, but you trigger other people and it's learning how to get comfortable with that and allowing that to just be what it is without taking it personal, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah that's so true. And, and it's so fascinating that you say that it, it seemed like it was being misused by people that, that were craving to, to take it. Because I think that one of the most um, unspoken rules that that hurts us the most as women is this idea that we need to be soft that we need to be nice girls that we need to be allowing so when we dare to stand in our truth that is so opposite from that because i find that the truth is that women are naturally fierce but that it's oh yeah culture. or mama bears <laughs> exactly it's culture that makes us be like no but be nice i feel like the electrocuted animal that it's constantly triggered to be To be, to be fearful, uh, but the reality is that we are fierce. That is our own, our very own nature. So culture uh, teaches us that that's wrong, that that is misusing our energy, that that is misusing our force. And well, you know, anything, Yeah. oh, sorry. Um, I was just no, gonna no, say any, anything that like makes us like, if, if we're questioning, you know, what we're being told, then it's like, oh no, like don't, don't question that. Don't step out of alignment. So, you know, with what you're, you're being told to do and act like it's like, mm. <laughs> you know, we're all human. We, we all have um, our own personal boundaries and 
our truth and our expression and we should all be allowed to express that regardless of our sex yeah yeah completely fully agree and the, the beautiful thing is that when we do that we let other people be like that as well mm -hmm. uh, there is a, an unspoken permission right when we step up in our true power we just let other people be in their power mm -hmm. and it's so funny because like i don't um i don't usually wear low-cut shirts very often because i i can't always handle the attention gracefully that I get from when I do have it but like while we're having this chat and I see you in that beautiful shirt I'm like oh I wish I like had a shirt that was like you know free expression that I don't I can like not care you know what I mean and not have to, to think about that stuff yeah and just hearing you I don't take that attention gracefully I'm like I love that like <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to, to snap back more like so I, I know that I hold myself back a little bit too much I'm like I just want to just a little bit more often. Oh, my fire is not mistaken. At all. <laughs> they feel the wrath when I'm not enjoying that dirty energy they're giving me, you know? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and of course, you know, you're, a, you're, you're a martial artist, right? As well. <laughs> I love that. I used to be a martial artist for a while. I wanted to, and I want to go back to martial arts. I did Kung Fu and I did Karate. Uh, and I just miss it so much. But I had some sexual harassment in my Kung Fu. So I had to stop. Uh, but, it's but so unfortunate. Yeah, I, I hear it happen to a lot of uh, women that I know in my field as well. They, they've dealt with that. They, you know, they travel somewhere to see like a, a master of the art that they're practicing in, and then they deal with that same shit. And it's yeah. just enough you know like the time has come where this shit is going to disintegrate we are done with it yes yes we cannot just keep taking it especially because it just takes away our passion like i was really passionate about my martial arts i really miss that i really have so much fun the other day i was looking at some trainings of mexican lucha libre and i was like oh my god i just have so much fun just doing the jumps and you know the horns and all the all the funny things that they do and my kids were like yeah you should really just go back <laughs> definitely yeah no i i second that you should definitely go back and suit if it's starting to like light that passion up within you definitely go create a different yeah. experience than the one you had yeah, yeah. And if it happens so... again, then handle it differently exactly. in a way that makes you proud and he can leave, not you, you know? Exactly, exactly, exactly. And, and again, that's the beautiful permission, right? It's like those circles were usually circles of men. And then we start stepping into those circles is disruptive already. Mm -hmm. so sometimes mm -hmm. we have what it takes to just pay. And sometimes we don't because we are too young or too yes. unexperienced or whatever. But it's so important to connect with other women that have walked the, the path so that we can really get that power back. Yeah. And sometimes they honestly purposely do it to see if we'll leave. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we're a threat in one way or another, right? It's just, it's all, what's the word I'm looking for? Fragile ego? Yeah. Yeah, fully, fully agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's so, so, so funny because at the end of the day, that, that fragility has a reason to be, which is the fact that we're freaking powerful. And, and it's like, okay, they are going to have to learn how to deal with our power instead of, of, of us learning how to move through their egos. 
Yeah, it's time to no longer step on eggshells, you know, and that's the thing, like when people see within you something that they're suppressing within themselves, it triggers them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, uh, so speaking that precisely about triggering and women, uh, have you dealt with that kind of energy from other women? Because we cannot go with the idea that, yeah, sisterhood is always nice and flow, flowers and butterflies. If there is a deep wound about the connection yeah. with women, how have you dealt with it? What, what have you experienced with that? Oh God, I've experienced a ton of stuff. It's It's been... I'm trying to find the right word for it. Like, I definitely have moments where I want to ask, like, are you okay? Like the amount of triggering, like my full existence of just standing here. Cause I never go out of my way to create drama with women. I love women and I've done my healing work and I don't misuse my sensual energy or whatever. I'm very conscious about the way I walk in the world. Um, but yet still, whatever it is I hold can trigger women and they've gotten really really dirty sometimes, you know, just to bring drama towards you or just to like try to bring you down and different things like that. Um, it's, it's something that I'm still learning how to navigate and like not take personal. I do understand that it's, it's their stuff, not mine. Like I noticed, um, this was pre COVID. I was, I do a lot of things by myself. Like I'll go to stand up comedy. I'll go to the restaurant, go to the movies. And I was standing in line at a restaurant waiting to go in. And there was a couple in front of me And uh, the girl in front of me with her boyfriend instantly like was giving me like the dirty look. So I was by myself and just behind them. Right. And I was like, okay, interesting. But instead of maybe the younger me getting shy about it or feeling like I should like lower, you know, make myself small. I just held space for her. I'm like, clearly you need some healing. You know, you need some love. So it's just when you see it for what it is, it's a little bit easier to hold space for. But sometimes it's very overwhelming. <laughs> Yeah. you know it's like whew. wow i'm so i'm so glad that you were in that power and that you didn't go and made yourself small but i can see how maybe many years uh, before it could have it could have been different oh yeah absolutely absolutely i was always so mindful about not wanting to hurt someone's feelings right And then I started to realize like, wait a minute, I'm actually not doing anything. It's not me. I'm not going out of my way to do, you know, so it's, um, I stopped taking on that responsibility of someone else's triggers. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so powerful. That's so, so powerful. But my first um, sisterhood wound was when I, well, my first was when I was a teenager, right? Of course, there, there were experiences and maybe even before Uh, because for whatever reason, sometimes girls grow up thinking that it's okay to be mean to other girls. So I, I deal with a lot of bullying. <laughs> but, but one of the, of the most painful wounds was from a very dear friend. When I got pregnant, I, I didn't plan it. I, I, of I was too young. I was, well, not, not too young, but too young for my plans. I was 23. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have children until I was 30, if ever, but... <laughs> Life just happened. And this friend felt angry at me. Like I, if I had betrayed her. So I was living in my in my own drama because I was suffering in that moment because I was yes. poor, you know, without a job and all of that. Like I had enough on my shoulders in that moment. And she was like, yeah, but you're a loser. You're not part of the, uh, like, how can I still be your friend if I have different goals from you? And she left me. So it was yeah, like, wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> how, how sad can it be that friends just break up with you because it was really like a breakup and it was that painful because in, in the hardest times like in, in in times of rain in, in times of, of storm when it comes to what happens in people's lives so I made myself the promise that I wouldn't do that to my friends that I could be with them even when they were going through hard times or through toxic relationships or through mm -hmm. things that honestly I wish I didn't have to deal with but they were alone and if I left them they would they could just yeah. be alone in, in when yeah. they were really needing somebody mm -hmm. yeah it's hard and in, in a situation like that too it kind of clears out the people that don't necessarily have your best interests at heart and are maybe getting something from you from what yeah. you're giving them you know and when they feel like they're not going to get that anymore then they just kind of walk the other direction so yeah. it was a bit of a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of us, too, are not taught as younger women the shifts and changes we go through as we get older, like getting pregnant, having families and stuff like that, and how that can change the dynamics of our friendship. Mm -hmm. right? A lot of that is never really talked about either. And it's just yeah. a, a part of the healthy process of growing up and transitions. And Yeah, yeah that's so true. And also another thing that we're not taught is about just embracing our sensuality so that we don't have to be threatened by the sensuality of somebody else, which is what, what you just described about the restaurant. It's literally a, a wound because that woman might have felt that her sensuality was less than, and that comparison immediately just mm -hmm. plays games in our heads. So how, how different could it be? And I know that it was for me when I was feeling unfulfilled and on, uh, yeah, literally unfulfilled, and disconnected and dissociated from my body, I would feel jealous about other women. And then it took me healing to go and say, oh, wait, what? what's going on is that I actually want to live my dreams. And I see those, those being lived by somebody else. So I feel jealousy because I, I'm craving to be that person. It's like listening to that voice that, that it's telling you, okay, there is a dream here that you're not fulfilling and, and you mm -hmm. cannot put that on somebody else as if it was their responsibility. Yeah, it's your body letting you know that there's a need being unfulfilled. Yeah. You know, yeah. and instead of projecting that onto someone else and just being resentful, which we're not taught how to navigate our inner compass and our inner dialogue and our inner healing, it, it would make life so much easier if we just were like, oh, like I'm feeling this emotion. What is it like, you know? There's so much psychology out there that I feel like there would be an amazing program that we could put together that would be like, okay, this means this needs not being met. And this is, you know, instead of uh, not being aware and just like projecting all of your stuff onto other people. Mm -hmm. Totally. That would just make our lives so easy because then, then what you have is adults with sisterhood wounds. And they mistrust other women because they are like, oh my God, they are going to hurt me too. So it takes also a lot of healing to get women to work together after uh, mm -hmm. after they have mm -hmm. been wounded so much in their in their. It's true, lives. yeah. I I still have um I still have quite the protection around me as well, but I feel like it's necessary still to some degree, like um, in certain environments where the women don't have my best interests at heart and they aren't being genuine and authentic to my, mm -hmm. like, they're being nice to my face, but the minute they're not, you know, talking to me, they're talking behind my back, stuff like that. I definitely put up an energetic protection and boundary and because I only want genuine, authentic people in my life. Like life is too short to have anything else. Yes. Oh, yes. I love that. I just feel that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a, 
it's so powerful and it's so important. I just feel like, just, just as I see us having this conversation, I, I feel this fire uh, that, that, that you have, this, this beautiful flower, uh, fire, and then I see the, the water. It's like, it's learning how to navigate the water and the fire, right? Like, okay, I can be soft and I can be gentle and receive my people, but I can also be fiery and protect myself. And I can be, <laughs> it just feels like a beautiful dance that we need to learn how to how to perform in life and in our, in our relationships in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that allowing yourself to be okay with having needs and expressing your boundaries and, you know, where you're at and, being okay with cutting off people and not feeling guilty about it because it's for your own mental health and yeah i just really hope that when people listen to this conversation they get that like this this fierceness because i find that it's really a part that we really need to incorporate more in our lives i feel like if there is something that i wish more women had was a healthy connection with their sexuality and their fierce fierceness and the funny thing is that they are usually connected. A healthy expression of sexuality is usually fierce. It's not soft and receptive and all cute and magnetic, but it's really fierce, like like the meat of the vagina dentata. Like they, they reason to be afraid of pussies because we are really fierce. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think I see a retreat coming on with the two of us. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Embracing the fierce. Fierce and sensuality. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's um, it's so interesting. I don't know if you if you ever have like, what kind of things do the women that come to you, like what are what is it that attracts you like them to you for like what is it that you mm, you unlock in them. There, there is this, it's so funny because I would usually say that it's a sense of safety, that it's a sense of, of just feeling held. But I have also received the message from, from these same people that yes, they are safe because they sense a sense of loving fierceness. Like they know that I am going to be, the moment in which I really stand in my power, I'm going to be like, no bullshit is allowed in this space. Like, yeah. have you noticed that you're doing this and the other? <laughs> Very gently and kindly, let me point out. <laughs> but, so, so they feel this dance of being very safe, but also fiercely protected and fiercely um, passionately um, seen and, and held it's like no no bullshit is allowed in space mm, like i'm going to be on your side yeah i'm <laughs> going to be on your side uh, but i'm going to also push you to punch the other opponent right in the nose like <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it yeah. Yeah, it's important to, to have healthy boundaries because I don't know about for you, but I know for me, the more I tap into that feminine energy, like you attract everything. Mm -hmm. Like everything is kind of magnetized to you and you have to have boundaries. Otherwise, shit just gets crazy. Yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> totally. Uh, you know, it's fascinating because that, that has been a journey for me these years. Like I just came, uh, when I started working openly as a coach, it was like, yeah, let's just 
go up and see what unfolds. And then I was like, oh my God, there is a fire thing here. There is somebody <laughs> trying to take advantage here. There is somebody like, like <laughs> it just started yeah. coming in those directions. So I had to learn how to be how to be more fierce and how to stop being like like my nature is fierce, but sometimes I put a little bit of niceness around it and I was like mm -hmm. okay this is not working I need to remove the nice teeth and just <laughs> tell them to fuck off directly and <laughs> because it really is it's such a waste of energy like just trying to oh, God, yeah, work around that it's just a waste of energy so it, it's like yeah I am now magnetic now I need to also have powerful boundaries that is maybe the most important lesson about and protection that. yeah it's like allowing your your inner divine masculine to protect you yeah. in that process yeah wearing a spare and and, and sword and <laughs> to fight and to kick some ass <laughs> yeah i i remember getting to a place and i i usually have to tap in again to get there i don't i, I wish i could stay there all the time but it's not the case um every day is different but I remember getting to a place where I would literally walk into, I had an experience where I walked into a room and like two people that I would have set up healthy, like strong boundaries with just walk right out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is it. When your energy is in this place, it, you don't even need to have a conversation. It just, you know, it does the work for you. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I really feel like the, the only thing is that we are taught well, of course, we're going to be nice. We have already discussed that, but it's like this part shows up and it seems threatening to everybody around us. So, so it's like learning how to stand in this part, in this in this power, no matter who it's who it's threatened, so that you can actually be faithful to your uh, and loyal to your own self, to your own energy. Yes. It's like it's being responsible and accountable for your own energy and instead of giving it away to everybody hoping that they will be kind when they use it yeah which is never always the case yeah. and also like understanding that we're breaking these patriarchal programs of what people see sensuality as and the female body and and all this shit we're taking our power back we're taking our bodies back you know we're letting them own their shit. Yeah, totally. Honestly, this is so refreshing to hear because my issue has been that the coaching industry, it's way too forgiving and too, and too tender to this kind of patriarchy, which is literally patriarchy, um, pat patriarchy recycle, right? Like, oh, he's confused. Just be kind. Kindly tell him to not be in your space. It's like, oh, but you have to be professional in how you tell him. And, and it's really upsetting for me to try to deal with this, with, with the advice of, of the coaching industry saying, just kindly tell him to not talk to you like that. It's like, no. <laughs> so uh, the, the best advice that I've received has have come from women outside the coaching community that say, okay, no, that's fuck up. That's messed up. Just tell them to what you really want to say. What do you really want to say? I, 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 I don't want them to waste my time. Okay. Then just say that or just block or just let, but from that space, not, not from a space of Oh, block us if nothing has happened. No, something happened. Your space is um, 
your space was is sacred and somebody was trying to abuse your space so literally cut from that place of fierce boundary and not from a place of yeah it's okay just don't step here (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i think it's really important to be a clear fierce mirror for people you know especially when they're being like dickheads and and disrespectful and whatever there's no I just have no tolerance and patience for it I'm like no it's just not okay not an option women empowering women that's (laughs) (laughs) they they, honestly they learn faster if you're just a dickhead to them (laughs) right totally 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 yeah I I just love that the, the truth is that, and I spoke about this with my husband some time ago, it's like actually men like to be talked to in a strong, uh, with, with a strength, with power. Uh, that, that's a voice that they can respect because that's the way in which they, they talk to one another. They, they won't go like, oh, come on, Peter, don't go there. They just go like, dude, don't go there. Like, <laughs> so mm-hmm. so they, they, of course, don't respect our boundaries when we are too soft and too kind they think that we're joking right and it does, it's not a justification they should respect it in whatever tone but mm-hmm. but it's like we sometimes pull back from being more fierce when actually we need to stop to start being really fierce because they are asking for that treatment sometimes oh my god yeah it, it's uh I don't know. It's like projecting your own bullshit and energy onto someone when you have unhealed trauma and unhealed wounds and this like dirty perception of whatever you're looking at. It's just, it's like, no, just own your bullshit. Like, like I, I am, I mean, I'm, I'm a respectful person to people, especially when they're respectful to me. But when I get that really gross energy, I have, I'm like, what was it last week I was just walking and this guy was coming up to me in this really gross energy and he was starting to try to talk to me and instead of even engaging I literally just put my hand up to his face like I'm walking I was like I don't even have time like just fucking no no you know and I was like and I laughed because of like the old like younger version of me would never have had the courage to do that but I'm like I literally my time is sacred like fuck off with that weird energy no <laughs> I love that I'm a fan <laughs> like, like ladies there's homework here just to start practicing your no <laughs> and if you need a little extra help just ask spirit spirit is always there to help protect and guide you when spirit is so no bullshit that that's oh something that God, I yeah. love it's like this idea that spirituality is soft and gentle and smooth and he, he, he. when you really get in touch with the spirit Spirit is no bullshit energy. Spirit, it's like, it doesn't even engage when there is no nothing to engage with. It's just no bullshit. And it's clear and it's few words and it's powerful and really no bullshit energy in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the humans that have all the undealt with trauma that they need to work through. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. it is. I, I remember this experience with, with a program that it's the first time that I really felt like my higher self coming coming through. It was it, it was so powerful. But 
the, the funny thing is that there was this part of me, that the wounded part of me that was like, oh my God, I, I, I could feel the two parts. I could feel the part of the spirit taking over and looking with fire eyes. It was really intense and fiery. And I could see this little voice in my head saying, lower your gaze. They are going to think that you're trying to, to, to you know, to pick up a fight. Like, and it was just happy. And the other part was just ignoring this, this voice, like just didn't even engage. It was just like, okay, I'm here, I'm present. And it was just fire until the other part got it and was quiet, but it, it was just fire. So I have that clear memory of that, of that part of the spirit taking over and the spirit being fierce and being uh, without any hint of shame about who it was and, and, and not even engaging with the whoa, 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 that was in my head yeah. but quieting it down with with its power and I was like oh so that's what it's like it's not mm. a lot of complicated words it's silence that and just this fire that shows up when it's on. it's like an yeah it's, it's it's like when you connect to it it's an inner knowing and there is no back and forth or you know, I, I had this experience once on public transit where this um, mentally ill guy was across from me and he started to like um, gaze at me in a really harsh way. And he was he was going to start walking towards me and like start something. Right. And I literally I didn't say anything. I just kept looking at him and I asked spirit to protect me. And when he came up to me, he said, you're really lucky. And he walked past me and then he went and started harassing the woman that was waiting by the door. Wow. And I was like there's you know confirmation totally totally it's so i mean it's so sad that he was harassing women and, and it's so powerful and such a confirmation that you were protected and that when the spirit is on it's like this inner shield that it's just you don't even just, need words yeah you exactly. don't even need words you don't even need words how powerful is that Oh, I love that. <laughs> I, I would really love to leave this conversation with these two powerful sharings because I really feel like it, it's deeply powerful and important for us to remember that that, that power doesn't even need words. It's just there. Mm -hmm. And it also doesn't necessarily need more protecting, more fierce protecting because it the energy itself will protect you. Mm -hmm. you know, yes. Just embody it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Melissa, for this conversation. Oh, I always love our chats. Yes, me too. And this was beautiful. It was so amazing to just be here and sharing this space together. Thank you so much. And I look forward to the next time that we get to connect again. Me too. Mm -hmm. <laughs>